Like, he just came out of nowhere, right? Uh, To me. Yeah. I just heard of him, like, the other day. Biggest CD release of all time. Like, everyone's going nuts. Well, apparently his last album was, like, the most amazing thing ever, and it made people, like, conform to him like a religion. I'd say. But I've never listened to him. Neither have I. But I did see your Snapchat picture. It looked great, right? It was, like, the, I said, blonde. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. Is it his is this, album? I think it's his new CD. It's called Blonde. I thought he really... I, I, like, on Twitter, it sounded like he released, like, five different CDs at the same time. That's what it sounded <laughs> like. Oh, he's got this new CD. What's his name again? Frank Ocean. Is he from the ocean? I don't know, but that's a great name. His is name's he the ocean. son of Ocean? Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean. He should play Aquaman, right? Right? I don't know. Hello, and welcome to Cinema 7. <laughs> I'm well, your host. I'm Chris Hawk. And then right next to me... Across the table is, is me, Marb, Mara, Marb Car, not Frank Ocean, not Frank Ocean, Mario Bacar. That, that should me. be your new gamer tag, not Frank Ocean, or your Twitter tag, <laughs> not Frank Ocean, just Frank Ocean, just just Frank Ocean, just Frank Ocean, just FO, JFO, JFO, J- just that, at radio. Oh my God, JFO, JFO, just 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 Frank Ocean. I like, I I feel like Frank Ocean should just just explode like into everything. He should be in every movie now. Should, it sounds like he's a movie character. He should write a whole soundtrack or score for Avengers Infinity War. The new Oceans uh the new Oceans movie with <laughs> yeah. uh Rihanna? Oceans 8. Oceans 8. He or, should be that in that movie. Called? It's going to be like I think it's Oceans 8. Yeah, it's it's not that like it's not 11 though. It's a right? prequel. It's a prequel? It's supposed to be. Are you for real? I'm I'm for real. Wow. Julia Roberts got to be in it though to yeah. bridge the gap. She got to be in it. So yeah, like Chris Hawk said, it's just uh, it's just me and him today on ep- on uh, episode on this episode. Uh, Josh is busy. He he also couldn't see the movie that we saw. He'll eventually see it though after he hears this podcast. What movie are we doing today? We just saw it. Just saw it. I think it's an animated movie. I think so. I, even though it didn't look like an animated movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kubo. And the two strings. And the two strings. It's a fire and ice special. Fire and ice special. This is what it. This is what it has come to. <laughs> if you must blink, do it now. Quote from the movie. Quote from the movie. But we're gonna get some news first. We gotta get some news for you guys. And I'm gonna save the best for last. Cause me and Mario, this is gonna be good. This is gonna be good. Okay. You know, okay. you know what the news is. You're you're the host, so uh, I'm gonna give you some news today. Okay. Bad Boys Three. Are you excited? Uh, my dad's probably excited. Does your dad love Bad Boys? He loves Bad Boys. He made his his answer machine. Is, I don't know if it's still Bad is. Boys. No, it's uh, 
you're on the mic with the mic. Do what you do. And That's it's right. Like a quote that, from the first I remember movie. that. I remember that. I think it's That's, the first movie. I think they called it Bad Boys Forever. Is what the third one's going to be called? I think so. Which, my brother's excited. I know my brother likes the second one. Well, they're, they're really good action movies. Martin Lawrence actually surprises me in how good he is in those movies. Like, you don't see Martin Lawrence as an action guy. Yeah. Is Michael Bay going to be directing it? Uh, Again? That much we don't know. We'll find out. Like, right, this, instant. <laughs> no. You... It's not bad. It's not, it's not Michael Bay. Hmm. That has potential to be better or worse than <laughs> the last ones. Oh, it's called Bad Boys for Life. Oh, that's cool. Because that's what they say. I think that's what it's called. What do you think about it? I, well, I've already told you my feelings about Will Smith. I love Will Smith. We know you love Will Smith. And I think, I think, any movie with Will Smith is just going to be gold. It's, <laughs> it's just going to be gold. Will Smith, it goes gold. Double gold. I just, I feel that it only can go bigger. It's got to mm-hmm. go bigger. Got to yeah. go bigger. I don't they're know how they're going to top that scene with the Hummer going through the the um, the village in uh, near Gu- in Cuba. That was such a good, such a good just shot. Just running down the, the thing right through the huts and the houses and stuff. I'm going to have to rewatch those movies because I, re- I remember some great action set pieces from those movies. Just the first one, I want. I don't think is as actiony as the second one. The second one's more definitely of like, like first like, one is like a detective movie. In a way. Kind of. In a way, yeah. Well, it's a cop movie. And then, like, Michael Bay got a hold of the second one and just... Well, he did both. Well, he did his Michael Bay. Oh, Michael yeah. Bay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. went Michael yeah. Bay on Michael oh, Bay. Yeah, he went, he went Michael Bay. Yeah, he, this, is his, this is like the beginning of the Michael Bay renaissance. Basically. I think it could be exciting. Martin, I think Martin Lawrence is very funny. It's been a while since I've seen him in something, so... It could be cool to see him again. It should be. Should be good. So, did you hear the news, Mario? Vin Diesel? Did you hear what Vin Diesel said? I heard there, there was The Rock and Vin Diesel were having a little feud on the Fast 8. Have was it really Vin? Was it really Vin he was talking about? Because I know that Rock Johnson was like, can't work with these candy asses on this set or something like that. See, that I don't personally know. I mean, we, we honestly... I don't think anyone really knows. It's just like speculation and rumor who he was talking about. It could just be to drum up. What's his name? Anticipation yeah. about the movie. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Pulling a Conor McGregor. What's <laughs> what's uh, <laughs> what's his name? Tyrese Gibson said it wasn't about him. So I mean, it could have been about Appar- Diesel. Apparently, The Rock said that if there's a part in the movie where it looks like I don't care about the scene, you know it's because about the person in that scene or something like that. Really? Which is kind of, it's very passive aggressive of him to paste yeah. that on Instagram. I would think that The Rock would, could be able to talk it out. Yeah. I, I would feel that's the type of person he would, like, if man to man. Yeah, that's what he I feel like, like. I feel like uh, he's a man's man, so I would under. He I must would, have been really offended. Something must have happened. Which is crazy because I just well, I, I don't read... see you offending the Rock unless you do something crazy <laughs> yeah. like you are you like you just honor him in front of his you family. Show up to his mom's birthday or something. I... <laughs> <laughs> um, like I I've heard I've read that you know it says the same thing about both of them. Like oh this person was late they're here on their time 
blah blah blah. You know what I mean? They said that I read a thing that says Vin Diesel's like showing up late, and apparently, you know, everything's on his time. Vin Diesel is a saint, okay? Yeah, but then I also heard that The Rock is also late and shows up when he shows up. He's got to get his protein. All about them cod. That Who protein. the heck knows what honestly what it is? To be fair, this movie is gonna fast 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 eight. Whatever we're gonna it's call gonna it. It's gonna make money. It's gonna make stupid amounts of money. I mean, this the seventh one was, and in my opinion, was pretty dumb, except for the last <laughs> ten minutes. Was that the one with Ronda? Was that six? No, Ronda. that was Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey's <sighs> in seven. So bad, so bad. I heard she's a better fighter than an actor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, you heard that? Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, she was great. She was great at WrestleMania. She was. They were trying to get her to wrestle, but. Uh, Donna Donna White, wasn't it? Um, is Donna right? Dana White. Dana, still a girl's name. No, it's not. And um, UFC's fake anyway. No. Uh, <laughs> so, so what did Vin Mario's Diesel... opinion does not reflect that of Cindy Seven. <laughs> so what? Yeah, that's my opinion alone. What? Um, so what, what did okay, Vin Diesel so really say? So Vin say? Diesel finally confirmed that James Gunn has not confirmed at all. So Vin Diesel confirmed that Guardians of the Galaxy will appear. In Infinity War, appear, appear. So he didn't. They will. He says, his exact words. Keyword appear. His exact words. Vin Diesel confirms the Guardians of the Galaxy will be in Avengers: Infinity War. Okay. I hope it's not just a cameo. It could be. Well, I mean, because the first Guardians of the Galaxy deals with Thanos, and this second one might deal with <laughs> Thanos. I hope. I just hope we get. Crazy. I just want. I just wanted to get crazy. I just want all the superheroes. I want all of them. You'd have to. You'd have to make like uh, not only in the parts, maybe like three to four parts. But you'd have <laughs> part to one, part make two, it, part three. You'd have to make Yo, it long. If, if 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 they did that, no one would see that movie. They could do it if the other actors and if you focus on like certain people, you could do it. If if the other characters are okay with being side characters, or the other actors are being okay with side characters, I can see them being able to do it. But the thing is, they got agents. You know, they want to be paid think, a certain amount of not, money. They're not. Oh, oh you're talking about? I thought you talked about Agents of Shield. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> oh, this is well, gonna be. This is gonna be one of the most. I guarantee this is probably gonna be the most expensive movie ever made. Oh, probably yeah. Four hundred million dollars. Back in the day when Biggie Smalls and. Puff Daddy were making the most expensive music videos ever made. Expensive. Can you you imagine a $400 million music video? You know how much champagne that is? I could could see them doing it. Maybe Frank Ocean will do it. Yo! (laughs) (laughs) Like, whoever he is. Here's it is. There's like a million yachts in the ocean. Frank Ocean is rapping on one. Rapping. I don't even... Does he rap? I think he's a rapper. Hey, if you are a fan of Frank Ocean and you want Cinema 7 to know... Put a link on to our Twitter to let us know who Frank Ocean is. Yeah, because we're not going to do that work. Yeah. Nah. Maybe we'll be changed. So it's great. It's going to be the most expensive movie ever made, and everyone's going to see this movie. We'll see if it's great. The best... All I want to see is um, Captain America giving music tips to uh, Star-Lord. That would be amazing. It could be. Because they're both kind of in the same element. Star-Lord's hasn't been to Earth in like 30 years, 20 years. I know. So he's he's into that like early 80s, mid-80s type music. And then 
Then you got Captain America who listens to nothing but show tunes. Show tunes, 40s music. So 40s. Like, yeah, totally same, totally same, totally same, totally same. I feel like Thanos. Thanos should be. I hope Thanos just kills them all. Just restart the MCU right there. Reboot. Reboot. Just reboot it it's all. It's like uh, I want another Spider-Man movie. Let's do this. Flashpoint. 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 For Thanos Marvel. point. Thanos point. Thanos point. <laughs> Infinity point. Infinity point. Infinity that's, that's how it's gonna work. Infinity point. Infinity. Infinity. Infinity point. Infinity point. That's how it's gonna work. Thanos is gonna kill us. Kill everyone. He's gonna restart the Marvel universe. He's gonna be Lord. He's gonna be the Lord of the Marvel universe and. Uh, it's gonna be nuts. As our uh, Marvel guy, mm-hmm. how do you feel as Thanos as a villain, and how do you feel of them the way they've teased up Thanos or built up Thanos? He's got to do a lot more. Yeah, like he's got to do a lot more. Thanos is really cool. He's also stupid, wickedly strong. Mm-hmm. I'm talking a little bit stronger than Hulk. Actually, I think he's a, he's up there with Hulk. Even without the the gauntlet, yeah, wow, no joke. And he's also. I hope they don't beat him by punching. That's all I gotta say. There's yeah. a way they beat him in the Infinity Gauntlet comic series where they uh, they beat him with his own hubris and with the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool. If you read it, it's great. I'm not gonna tell you how he beats him because yeah, you don't want to spoil that. Yeah, it's because it great could comp. be used for the movie. It could know? be used, but Thanos needs more screen time to be a good villain. And if they make it so Avengers: Infinity War is all about Thanos, yeah, that would be amazing. Hopefully, hopefully it, it just it just fits with the way they've uh, shown him. Like if, if it's them gathering the stones and then Thanos comes and takes the stones type yeah. of thing, that'd be dope. But then people are gonna die. I wonder how they're gonna do it for one movie though. It's gonna be hard to structure. It's probably gonna end on a cliffhanger. So it might as well just be two parts. <laughs> well, there are movies in between Avengers one and two. Yeah. Oh, I mean three and four. It's gonna be Ant Man and Wasp and Captain Marvel. Well, I know because I I play I have the I used to have the Marvel superhero fighting game mm-hmm. for Sega Saturn. Believe it or not. Sega. <laughs> Sega. But um, I know he was the final boss in that game, and everyone was turned to stone, and you had to save everyone from being unstoned. <laughs> Und- Just got to wait a while. You know, come down from that high. Yeah, right? Like, literally at the end, you see everyone from, like, who, weren't, who wasn't in the game, like Thor and um, all kinds of people at the end. It was pretty neat. It was hard. He was hard to beat. How'd you beat him? Did you punch him? Yeah. Hopefully that's not how they beat him in the I movie. Hope, I hope that's not how they beat him. <laughs> that's just I hit him with the Captain America shield. Oh my goodness! You you play Captain America? Oh, he's been my he's been my favorite. Mm-hmm. He's been my Marvel favorite forever. As Spider Man at one time during the Spider Man '90s cartoon, but Captain America has always been my top dog. So, speaking about The Rock, yes, Jumanji sequel. It's not a it's not a reboot anymore. It's a sequel. It's, it's now confirmed as a sequel. Can, can we not like spend too much time on this? Yeah. Because Does it make you, who cares? Because who cares? At I, this point, who cares? I feel like they should do something original, like Zathura. This is Zathura was awesome. Yeah. Twist on Jumanji. Was that based off of something? Because Jumanji is based off of a book, isn't it? I think Zathura is based off a comic book. 
They should do something like along the lines of Jumanji. Jum- let Jumanji be Jumanji. You know what I mean? I mean, Robin Williams. That was great. It's a. I, I didn't say it's a great, great movie, but it has a special place in my child in my childhood. Yeah. Like, the CGI does not hold up. With the monkeys, no. No, the monkeys, the vines, you know that stuff doesn't yeah. hold up. But it's still Robin Williams watch, is the yeah. best part of that movie. True. I don't know the hunter. John Kanuki would argue the hunter. Well, <laughs> <laughs> who is that guy? Ah, I forget his name. But he's amazing. Yeah, he's pretty good. But it's, so it's, it's gonna be Rock and uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. It's gonna be too comedic, I think. I would have to it agree. Had, see, it had Jumanji did have I don't its know comedy elements, but it had a serious backdrop to it. So you can see you can see Robin Williams and the the girl and the kids playing a board game, but can you see The Rock and Kevin Hart playing a board game? Unless their just, daughters are playing, <laughs> I feel like they're gonna have daughters or something, or one's gonna have a son and one's gonna have a daughter, and they're gonna get together. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, I just figured out the Jumanji plot. Oh, my goodness. That's it. That's the movie. <laughs> That's the movie. And, and I, they're best friends from high school. They're big in the board games. Yep. They're, they introduced One's their a nerd. One's, one's a nerd. popular. They introduced their kids to this board game that they never played before. They're going to over-stereotype the nerd, as always. Don't do that. They do it in Big Bang Theory. Over-stereotype geeks. Not like this. <laughs> Not like this. What, what, what other What's, news? Uh, this is the good news. This is the What's the good news? This is the best of the best news I've saved for last. I'm so There's a rumor. Yeah. That that Zendaya Zendaya from the Spider-Man Homecoming movie. Yeah. Is playing Mary Jane. Is that a rumor or is it confirmed? It has not been confirmed by Marvel yet. Oh wow. So But is I it a very it strong rumor? Yeah, I thought it was confirmed. I don't think so. What do you think about that, Mario? Um, you want my honest opinion, Chris? Honest Mark? opinion. This is fire and ice special edition. This is it. This is really. <laughs> this, this is, is where we break it down. This is where. <laughs> this is where it gets down. This is where. <laughs> this is where we get down. This is where. This it is gets where down. we might fight. This. Um. <laughs> I don't care for spider-man homecoming i cannot believe you just said that <laughs> i just don't Bruh. care Bruh. for this movie why tell me why tell me why you don't care about this movie it's not that i mean some of it might have to be that we've already seen spider-man five times what are you talking about so there's, technically there's, six and there's movies. only two movies spider-man one and spider-man two no, there's there's three other. There's Wait, you're like telling me other, there's three other movies? Yeah, I'm telling you, you should know that. <laughs> Chris Hawk, your favorite is Spider-Man. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> I just I don't I don't really care for the movie, so I don't really care. I mean, I there in the comics you could maybe see how she could be um, a person of color because mm-hmm. it doesn't because the pages back then didn't really specify like if they were light skinned or not. So, I mean, I, I don't think it's a big deal. Um, Stan Lee, I mean, Stan Lee even said if she is, uh, what do you say? Like, if, she, if she's a good actress and it's good, you know, then it'd be wonderful. Along those lines, he said. I, I, are you questioning, are you questioning it? I've I, never seen her act. What is she in? She's in Disney shows. 
I see. I don't watch Disney shows. I don't watch them that much anymore. So I don't. I don't know what she is. But I know that she's not ugly. And Mary Jane, if one thing in the comics is like one of the most attractive people in the comic book universe ever. Mm-hmm. And also, she's known for her red hair. So those. That's really the only two things I need from a Mary Jane. Yeah. Like that's. I don't care about race. I don't care about whether or not she's like the love interest. Yeah. I just want to know whether or not she's going to be good. That's all I care about. The reason you say love interest is because uh, Gwen Stacy is his first love interest. Gwen that's, Stacey, that's what you mean, right? Gwen Stacy is the only love interest. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, who's he? Was it Spider-Man Blue? Who's he? Who's Spider-Man he, Blue. Who's he end up with? Mary Jane. Yeah. So... Mary Jane is the love interest. She's second best, okay? No, she's not. Second best. No, she's the best. Gwen Stacy is the best. Until she got her neck snap. <laughs> <laughs> but I it's this is weird cuz this is like very unorthodox for Marvel to do. Usually they're very they cast very close to what the comic comic book characters look like in this. Yeah. And they have been very on point with most of who they well, cast. Like very, I said, very much. If you so. look at some of the old comics, you can't really tell if it's a person of color, if it's a light skinned, absolutely light, lighter toned. Because everyone's person. kind of very pale back in the day. Yeah, if they really don't color in the skin that much. No. If I think of, if I think about it, and she had big lips too, Mary Jane. So mm-hmm. I mean, she had uh, features of. Uh, she just had different features. A lot of people are saying that this is. That they're, I guess it's called, would you call it blackwashing instead of whitewashing? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I just, but uh, they're saying it. Well, there's an issue in Hollywood about. Um, whitewashing, uh, well, like uh, Matt Damon in the Great Wall of China. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, not only, not only like that, but like them casting only uh, lighter skinned mm-hmm. people of color or mixed race people because mm-hmm. they're light skinned. Mm-hmm. And. Apparently, that's a big issue in um, like the African American community that mm-hmm. they, they you know they want more darker skinned people to be casted because it's kind of like, well, why are you going only after uh, light skinned people? You know what I mean? Is it because you know they're closer to being white? Is it because they look more white? Zendaya is actually pretty, almost. She's very. I would say. Uh, politically, yeah, that. Yeah, she's, gotta be she does not look like she's either or. She could be like, okay, I got a picture of her with red hair, and she is it that that Photoshop one that someone made? I don't think so, but or is it, it actually her with red hair? It's actually, I think it's actually her with red hair, and she doesn't look half bad. She actually Ooh. looks pretty attractive. She's yeah. nineteen, so I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, right there, I could be like, yeah, I can see that as Mary Jane. Yeah. Now, a lot of people are saying that she has to have red hair. To be Mary Jane. While I kind of somewhat agree, I just I think Mary Jane is like she's known for having red hair in comics. Like if you see red hair in comics, you honest like if you from the back, if you see someone with red hair, everyone got, thinks Mary Jane. You're gonna automatically assume Mary Jane. That's cool. That's what she's known for for the past sixty years. I just but know, yeah, if she doesn't have it, I think people are gonna go nuts. <laughs> In the movie. Yeah, probably. Unless it goes something like this. People are already going nuts. Like, as long as she's confident, yeah. she's kind of cocky, and she's independent. And she doesn't, she like, they go throughout the whole movie, she's changing her hair colors and stuff like that, and at the end of the movie, 
she changes Stay. she changes her hair color to red, right? Yeah. And she goes, "Face it, tiger, you hit the jackpot." <laughs> but way more way more seductively than I said that. Yeah. But apparently, they're not doing love interests for Spider-Man: Homecoming. What? I- What's with the 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 cat? The whole thing just seems a little unorthodox. I guess they're going for more of like trying to uh, impress the, the generation of today, like the the because it's he's in high school. I guess they're trying to get the generation of the high schoolers behind it because it looks. Did you see who Flash Thompson was? No. He's a small Pakistani kid. Really? He's not a big, tall, white jock, which I think is very interesting, also. Weird. They're not gonna like make fun of him, are they? Like oh, instead of bullying him. Yeah, yeah. They are they're not gonna physically bully him. See, obviously. that's what I didn't like about Amazing Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield's Peter was a little bully. Like Spider-Man was a little bully. We talking about he was the coolest kid in school. Okay. Like he didn't make smarky comebacks. He was really like a. He was kind of like a like. He insulted people. Like um, I don't think Peter Parker would have. Well, like um. Uh, so hard because there's so many Peter Parkers now. So hard. Uh, Andrew Garfield was a good Spider-Man, but at the same time, I feel like he was too—he was way too cool to be Peter. Yeah, he, way he, too cool. Not only the way he looked with his slicked-up hair, mm-hmm. he's skateboarded. <laughs> I mean, he's certain right now in the comics. He's gotten a lot cooler because he owns his own company. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Very interesting. That's an uh, Amazing Spider-Man. But in this, in Amazing Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield is kind of too cool. He's yeah, way too cool. He's way too cool. Way too cool. And Especially also, the way he talks. He talks real fast, I feel like. He's like... But, but uh, Emma Stone is Gwen Stacy? She's perfect. She's perfect. She's best you Gwen, think so? She's Gwen, she's Gwen Stacy. She's Gwen I'm just not a big fan of Emma Stone. She was, uh, That's another thing we she's half Japanese, on. half American in uh, that Aloha. <laughs> <In Aloha. movie. laughs> there's another, there's another uh, thing of whitewashing. I just, it's crazy. I just, I, I, I don't, I don't think it's a big deal. Yeah. I, I, uh, I think if if she's good, then it could be, it could be cool. But um, if, if she's terrible actress, then you know that's one we should judge. Apparently, they say that. In the footage they showed at Comic Con, the entire cast, the group of friends, that, they get uh, to get they get they, they have good chemistry. Okay, that's that's what I've heard, and that's and that's all I've heard. Yeah, we really can't judge until we see a trailer. I and, and if she is actually Mary Jane, because yeah. that's crazy. I if remember, she is Mary Jane, that's crazy. It's because they hid it. Yeah, I don't know why would they would hide it. Yeah, you know. I, just, I don't understand. I, I don't know. I don't understand. I just, like I said, I don't really care for this movie. You're gonna, you're gonna see it though. I'm gonna see it, maybe. Right, Mario. My Spider-Man has come and gone. It's our Spider-Man, Mario. It's time for our Spider-Man. What do you mean? It's, this is had, our Spider-Man. Yeah. This no. Is our, this is no, our Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I already seen my Spider-Man. No, no, no. You haven't. Toby is my Peter Parker and no. Spider-Man. No. Yes. No. I've already seen my Spider-Man. I'm good. Check, please. Oh, check for the for the movie ticket. So, no, you check just saw Spider-Man for, Homecoming. I'm done. I'm out. It's because you just saw Spider-Man Homecoming. You I, liked it, and you it, bought the DVD, the Blu-ray, and the, two, the media, I left, multimedia. I left Spider-Man. Was it 2000, 2006, 2007? When did the third one come out? 2008. I left the Spider-Man restaurant in 2008. 
I was like, bye, and never come back. Closed down for me. I liked Amazing Spider-Man 1. Um, yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know what to say. Like, what? 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 I, I didn't mind Amazing Spider-Man 1. The dumbest part, I think, was when all the crane guys were like, there's a crane on every building! Oh my goodness. <laughs> What's well, New York? It, yeah. You hey need... guys, I called all my crane buddies and there's a crane every third building. I just don't think you're going to be operating a crane at night. That's ridiculous. You how are you going to get... Yeah, how are you going to wake up... Not only, uh, like... Not only how are you going to get a crane on every third building... How are you going to wake up uh, a New Yorker to get ready for work at night who probably just worked all day? He's like... he's like, Spider-Man? Why would I do that? Why, Spider Does New, he know who Spider-Man is? New York has a love-hate relationship with Spider-Man because of J.J. Jameson, okay? So it's just... I know, I know. So, like, getting me up still, to save to help Spider-Man as, I, a, as a New Yorker, yeah. it, it, it had to depend whether I uh, had a good day's sleep or didn't do anything all day or just... It depends. Is it gonna make me go out of my way to help Spider-Man? Why would I help Spider-Man unless he unless he just fought Doc Ock on a subway and he lost his mask? <laughs> I would He's help Spider-Man. He's just a kid. <laughs> You've had cell phones during that Here's time. Here's your change. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, I, look, I know earlier reports said that Spider-Man: Homecoming was going to be more like a John Hughes movie, which I don't have a problem with because. But then Spider-Man, it seems like, Spider-Man started in high school. It seems like it's going to be real tweeny, though. Well, because what, what, there's his friends that they all look like they have gadgets or something, and they all help him out or something. I don't know. It looks a little, it looks too goofy to me. A little too goofy. This looks like it's for that generation, where Toby was more like, now that I've grown up, I can watch that movie. I can watch Toby Maguire as Spider-Man and be like. This guy had real issues that I can relate to. You know what I mean? Like, how am I going to relate to a kid? And that's another reason why that's my that's my Spider Man. Is how am I going to now? How am I going to relate to a fifteen year old Spider Man? Yeah, we are kind of old now. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I just I I don't know if I could. Relate. I couldn't relate to Andrew Garfield. Neither could I. Because he was just like, oh, I'm a I'm a thrasher kid. Ugh. I don't know if I want to stay with my. I can't be with you. I can't be with you, Gwen. Okay, I'm gonna be with you. <laughs> Oh man, that was, some of that stuff was pretty bad. And in the second one, he's like, I, "I can't be with you again, but we're gonna still, still be together." Yeah, like at the end of the first one, they break up, right? Isn't that isn't that what happens? Yeah. And then in the next one, they're together again. I think yeah, I think that's what happened. I think that's what happened. Ugh, the movie, those movies could have been so good. Could have been so good. They could have been. Have you? Did you see? Did you ever read the uh, Sony emails and stuff like that? I've never. I've never looked at the it. the so, the leaked Sony emails between Marvel and Sony. Like Marvel emailed them and stuff like that. Yeah. To help them out with Spider Man, uh, Amazing Spider Man Two, and um, will they ignore them? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did ignore Marvel. Hmm. You think they're gonna try to do some of that stuff in Homecoming? Marvel has like all control, so pretty cool. Get down to the nitty gritty. We get down to the nitty. We gonna get down to the main event. So Zendaya, MJ, we don't care. Yeah, we don't care. We don't care. Do your thing, girl. Do your thing. Like she's, she's pretty damn attractive. I'm not gonna lie. Like she, like all Disney girls, pretty damn attractive. <laughs> that are above eighteen, they're all pretty attractive. Yeah. Got I got to make that stipulation now. I'm like almost ten years older than all the Disney girls. Gotcha. MJ, Zendaya, hope you do well. That's MJ. We'll see. We'll see. 
But now, Kubu. Now we're going to review. We're going to give our reviews of Kubo and the Two Strings. The main event, Kubo. I. You know what? We're missing those random Josh jokes. Do you have any Josh jokes? No. <laughs> um, well, it actually feels like Josh is here because he's not talking into the mic. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we're still missing those random jokes he makes. That is true. That is true. Josh will be on our next episode when we finally finish our our third and final each our picks of mm-hmm. our third and final sci-fi. Sci-fi, favorite sci-fi. Should be... Should be going on. And also, so, so next, you, yeah. next Tuesday, we're going to go see Yoga Housers. Yes, we which are. Which is kind of exciting because <laughs> yeah. I've heard terrible, terrible things about this movie. Well, we're going to review it. We're, it's going to be great. We're going to review it. It's going to be Housers. so good. I'm actually excited. I like Kevin Smith. It could be fun. You so, know? I guess we'll see when we'll we review see. it. But Josh, yeah, we, we, miss you. we miss you. We miss you, Josh. We miss you. You'll listen. Just Josh, you would have loved the Kubo and the Two Strings. Yeah. We're about Josh, to tell you. Josh, uh, we, we kind of... This is a total Josh movie. If if you think... Like the... The visuals Maybe. in this movie, I, yeah. I think Josh would have been in awe of, of the visuals. What, of yeah. the visuals. You want to get down to it? We want to talk. You, the, you're, you're general the thoughts, Mario. Let's talk about our general thoughts of Kubo and the Two Strings. What is this? How does this feel for you as an animated movie? Like, where does it? And well, ter- like, if if someone's like, what, uh, what kind of animated movies would you like? Would you be like the first thing off the top of your head? Be like stop motion or Pixar is or that, Disney? Is that considered? The stop motion considered animated? It's considered animated. Um, it's hard to say because I don't know if stop. To me personally, it's animation always meant you know it's it's either drawn or it's done on the computer. But I guess I can see how technically it could be animated. Um, I think that it's an animation technique, so it could be considered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I say it's pretty innovative, the way they do it. Um, I know they've done um, Paranorman, right? Is they that did. The other they movie? did. They've done Coraline, Paranorman, which is all Box Trolls, all which, by the same company. Which is all uh, animated technique or whatever. You stop do. motion. Stop yes. motion. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, it's it's a lot of work. Obviously, I, I um, sometimes I feel like the amount of like if these movies don't make enough money, yeah. I feel like the amount of time you put into this just doesn't doesn't correlate to like I I would I would want if I made one of these movies yeah. which is like so long to make. Yeah. You you're talking about like two two years maybe 600 hours or something like that more than that maybe more. Oh hey. Oh, John 036 is online. The game 036. What I say the John? Yeah, the John. My bad. But uh but there's so much hours. I would you feel like if this movie didn't do good or well, Superman does good. If you think this movie <laughs> didn't do well, yeah, would you feel like a failure because of the amount of work you put into it? Um, I guess it depends on, like, like you know, like I've said before, as an artist, you're your greatest mm-hmm. uh, critic. Mm-hmm. I think that it depends on. What you t- and I mean, obviously, if there's bad feedback, you're gonna you're gonna take that you're gonna take that hard mm-hmm. because you're creating you're creating something and like you said, it took a lot of hours, a lot long of long time. Yes, this might be the in terms of how long something comes to fruition. I think stop motion is just takes forever. And now, if I had children that watch it, because it is a it is a children movie. If I had my own children and they loved it. Mm-hmm. 
not only if I made money off of it and I had kids that loved it, mm-hmm. I'd be like, boom, I, I love it. You'd be content. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. you know, like, it de- it's hard because even if you like it and mm-hmm. someone criticizes or judges something about it, mm-hmm. I think as an artist, you're just going to, you're going to be like, yeah, but I did that. I did that for that. And then later on, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I guess they're kind of right. I guess they're kind of right. I just, I, I, I would, this movie, because this movie took, it's like six hundred million or something around there, and it only made money six hundred million dollars. That's how much it took. Yeah. To so, make. Yeah, because it. I'm gonna tell you right now, it used five thousand and ninety-eight meters of Tyvek, and Tyvek is this very durable paper used for uh, building houses and stuff like that. Very durable. Is that for the the sets and stuff? Everything. Wow. And then two hundred two thousand four hundred forty-three square meters of craft paper. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot of paper. Was any CG used in this? I don't think so. I think everything is... Wow, really? Ah. There's got to be... Because that water... The water looked phenomenal. Shower curtains. Really? Yeah. Nuh-uh. Yeah. What? Yeah. It looked amazing. It's like curtains. That's what That's what I read. Curtains. I don't... I think everything in here is practical How effects. How many people made this movie? I think a bunch. The really? Like the Leica Studio made yeah. make makes the uh yeah, stop yeah, motion yeah. movies and i think it's a group it's not just one hmm. i kind of want to do one but i don't want to put <laughs> that much time into it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah this it'd be a lot of work so what was uh what was something that stood out to you about this movie without getting into spoilers i'd have to say yeah without uh, spoilers one particular thing, like overall, or like something in the movie. Something in the movie. Uh, I guess I, I guess that question could be mean the same thing. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> well, um, I feel stupid. Um, I I'd have to say I really enjoyed the. I mean, the animation was phenomenal how about or whatever the technique of i think the best the stop motion whatever they used practical mm-hmm. effects whatever it was was freaking phenomenal i think the best compliment you can give to this is that it didn't look like stop motion yes it, it yeah like that that's true this movie was phenomenal in the way it looked yes i don't think i think this might be the best looking stop motion movie i've seen and mm-hmm. i've seen Coraline. Coraline was good but this movie just tops it in terms of animation. Oh yeah, definitely by the way it looks. And also, especially scenery. Scenery. Well, yeah. they had all the rolling hills, the forests. Everything's yeah. made out of paper and objects, and just it just looks amazing. It's crazy. I just, I, Josh, Josh would have loved to. See, there were some beautiful shots in this movie. Yes. Some of his the, quarter Japanese heritage would have loved this movie. Josh is Japanese. He's like a quarter Japanese. Yeah. Ah, oh, konnichiwa. That's the only one I know. That's. Even though I took Japanese for two years, <laughs> that's what you remember. Well, Watashi wa Well, this movie, desu. this movie is more. Chi- I would feel more of ch- of Chinese lineage. I, th- I think it's. A little, I think it's Japanese. Is it? Well, I guess of the samurai. Yeah, you're right. Sorry if we offended anybody. Um, what are your general thoughts on it, Chris? Hawk? General in, thoughts in general, like after your viewing experience. I had to sleep on it, of course. Yeah, as always. As always, and. I found myself liking this movie a lot. I still haven't seen any of the other animated movies this year. I saw Zootopia. I still haven't seen Finding Dory yet. That's on my list. 
I have seen Zootopia and Kung Fu Panda 3 came out this year, right? Did you see Kung Fu Panda 3? I did. Um, I also saw a little bit of Angry Birds, but I didn't finish it. Why not? Angry Birds. I just, I don't know. I didn't finish it. This movie is one of the most beautiful movies I've seen in a long time. I, I, I found myself liking the supporting characters a little bit more than I liked the main character. Yeah. And probably my favorite thing about this movie was the action scenes, particularly the fight between Monkey and the one, of the, one of the sisters. The ants or whatever. Woo! My goodness. It was pretty intense. I would say that's raid quality fight scene right there. <laughs> raid. <laughs> What are your general thoughts, Mario? Um, I really liked it. Yeah? I really liked it. I did. Um, I will say, uh, spoiler for my top ten movie list. What? It, it's on the top ten so far. That's a spoiler. That's a big spoiler. That's a big spoiler. It's on my top ten so far. Yeah. Um, I was blown away from the very beginning just by the way it looks um, and how the, the opening quotes and stuff. Mm-hmm. The... Um, I thought the story and the plot were uh, pretty well done. At some parts, I you know I was like simple but well done. Yes, at some parts, yeah, it was a little. It's, I was like, it's a little too simple, but I, it's I understand. The, it's a it's kid. the hero's journey. Yeah, basically, it's very. It's very simple hero's journey. Um, I, I understand it's a kids' movie. Some parts, you know, I was a little like, uh, okay, but uh, you know, overall, I uh, I was I really enjoyed it. I was. Were you surprised? I was surprised because I'm not. I'm not really. You know, I'm not, I'm not really a fan of anime movies. I mean, I watch them, mm-hmm. but I'm not really like, oh, I gotta go see Finding Dory. You're not gonna I go out of your way to yeah, see him. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't. I know everyone loved Inside Out. I was not that big into Inside, Inside Out. Inside Out was okay. I thought it was very short. I thought it just felt really generic, like a generic Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's even though it was something. I haven't seen by them, you know what I mean, in the sense of what they did. I just felt, I just felt gener- like something they've already done mm-hmm. in in a lot of ways. Like, does that make sense? Characterizing, giving characteris- human characteristics to inanimate objects, stuff like that. Yeah, it just it just toys, I cars, like seen it, bugs. Even though, like, I even though I known that it's something they something new from them, mm-hmm. I felt. I've seen it before but mm-hmm. from them, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So um, one of the main themes of this movie was loss, like mm-hmm. the loss of a loved one and the memory of those lost loved ones. Very powerful. Did, um, did, that, did that affect you in any way? Yeah, man. At the end of the movie, I was kind of tearing up. I, mm-hmm. was, I was crying a little bit. I'm not going I'm not, I'm not to bullcrap you around because mm-hmm. we can't swear. I'm a, not going to bullcrap. Don't, don't you bullcrap me. Don't you bullcrap <laughs> Don't you bullcrap me, okay? Don't no bullcrapping. Um, no joshing. No jo- oh, uh, gosh. <laughs> I I chewed up a little bit, you know. I it was very emotional for me towards the end. The problem I had was I haven't I haven't felt that area of loss in my life yet. I've been very fortunate that exactly, but that it makes you my, think. It does. It makes me think that life is still very short. Yes, and I haven't experienced. The loss of a loved one that I'm very close to. So it didn't affect me in that way. It affected me in a way that I need to spend more time with my family and actually be there. Yes. And get off my phone. I that, wanted to call my grandmother right afterwards. Did you? 
I did not because I drove home and fell asleep. Yeah. I feel like I should call my grandma too. But I, uh... Not my grandpa, though. Grandpas are evil. <laughs> Grandpas are evil. Grandpas are evil. Just because Kubo. Uh, one, of the, uh, one of the best things about this movie, I believe, is uh, the storytelling. I believe this mo- movie is just a big giant... S- well, all movies are giant stories, but this movie, it focuses on stories. Yeah. And in, 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 in and of itself, like... We can get into the spoilers now. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, ca- the character himself tells like, stories. This is like an exception style story yeah. like Kubo loves to tell stories so he because his mother tells him stories because his mother tells him stories so he eventually becomes a story about himself basically which is pretty dope pretty dope pretty dope pretty dope we should have like a stamp on things like what pretty dope pretty dope <laughs> have a guy come in pretty so dope I give Kubo and the two strings uh, a pretty dope a pretty dope pretty dope um, this movie was very fast too. I noted. It, there it, w- at some parts, yes, it did move really fast, and that's if the, if I had to complain, I mean that'd be the only thing is because I wanted more. Did you did you feel like Kubo was too perfect of a character though? I feel like he didn't have many flaws. I actually can't think of a flaw that he had. See, in the hero's journey, there's the a lot of the characters' flaws aren't like are like um. Like, Luke Skywalker had to overcome his disbelief in the Force. Yes. Uh, Marty McFly had to overcome his cowardice, or being thought that he was a coward. Well, you're Chicken McFly? Or, uh, what's his name in the the Odyssey? Is it the Odyssey where he's tempted with women and stuff? Which one? Homer's Odyssey? Is that what you're talking about? I don't know. There's one of those hero's journeys where uh, he's tempted. It might be a bunch of them. They're, they're, know, all, they're, they're all tempted by women. They're all tempted by women, and they overcome. They're like, no, no, no. Or oh, they, or like, they do, um, and then they, they end up leaving anyway. Uh, so many movies. Like how Hercules realizes it's not really his strength that makes him strong. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like Kubo was a perfect character to begin with. A lot of heroes don't really have flaws to begin with anyway but that's how we relate to them though is through their flaws that's why toby Maguire is the best spider-man uh, uh, no <laughs> no <laughs> i can't dance like toby Maguire. how can i dance like toby Maguire? <laughs> toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. <laughs> we're having too much fun too much fun we need a josh joke we need a josh joke but um Hey guys, I put the fun in funeral. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, that was uh, a Josh joke. That was a Josh joke. Boom, boom. boom take a shot. Take a shot. Take a shot, y'all. Take a shot. I, I just, I, I, I don't know if it, I don't, I don't think it hurt it, but it's something I noticed that I think Kubo's growth was really not a main factor of the movie. Yeah, he, he, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I feel like the growth came from his supporting characters, the monkey and that they grew more. They grew. They, I feel they, like they, they developed more than he did. I feel like that's that's what happened. That's what I feel like that's what happened. I guess you could say his flaws was that he uh, that he was a child. He was a little immature at some parts. So you're saying children are flawed? Is that what you're saying, Mara? All children are flaws. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> If you would have to pick, I would say that that could be that could be seen as his as his flaws. Yeah, 
I um, <laughs> I feel like this is one of Matthew McConaughey's best roles. And if you didn't know that was Matthew McConaughey, it was Matthew McConaughey as the bug, the bug all guy. Right, all right, all right, all right, all right. The most quoted Matthew McConaughey line. I, I agree. I think this, but I'm gonna have to go one step higher and say this was probably his best acting role. <laughs> Even though you didn't see him, his his voice acting was was top notch. I think you need to do more voice acting. Yes, his regular acting. This is just my opinion alone. Mm-hmm. Mario Bacar's opinion. I don't think he's that great of an actor. You can't tell me that Interstellar was amazing because of Matthew McConaughey. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't think that movie's that great. Oh, Mario, you love that movie. <laughs> I don't love that movie. Mario, you love that movie. I just. <laughs> I just don't think Matthew McConaughey's that great of an actor. I mean, then again, I've never seen Dallas Buyers Club. You got to see True Detective also. He's, I yes. I don't see Matthew McConaughey see him, in that movie. I see him as just the same person and everything so to hear his voice in this and not at first realize it mm-hmm. until like a little bit like wait that's Matthew McConaughey yeah and to hear how good he was as a voice actor I think this is his best thing he's done also very funny I think Matthew McConaughey has some oh, comedy yeah. chops he, he brought I feel like he should do more comedy not romantic comedies he's already been in too many of those yeah he needs to do some actual comedies now he has been a lot of romantic comedies. I mean, that's usually what he started as. He was a hunk back in the day. He still is, apparently. Well, that's... We let the women decide. <laughs> and some of the men who love Matthew McConaughey as that, well. Yeah, that, they can decide we let the too. men and women decide. Yes. But I am not one of those. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you feel... Yeah. About Charlize Theron. As the monkey. As the monkey? As the monkey. Uh, at some parts, her voice was a little annoying to me. But maybe that's because I just find Charlize Theron a little annoying. What? Controversial I- opinion! <laughs> I also don't think she's that great of an actress. She was, uh, she was the best part in Mad Max Fury Road. No, she was not. Yes, she was. Tom Hardy was the best part. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but he, uh, he... I thought that brought more to the movie then uh, some of her acting was pretty bad in that movie let's be honest if you if you watch some of her if you listen and watch her line delivery in some of those li- like in those movies it's kind of it's not that great I think Tom Hardy stole the show for me in Mad Max I think um but what's his name stole the show who the bad guy I forget his name why can't I Immortan Joe Immortan Joe is the best part of that movie I don't know I think his muscular son did no! I had a baby brother. I have a who was perfect <laughs> in every way. Oh well, my I mean, goodness. in this, in this, I mean, like I said, at some parts in Kubo and the Two Strings, Charlie's staring as the monkey. I found her a little bit annoying, but that was just at some parts. I mean, I, that's just me though. But I feel like it was that, a kids' movie, so I couldn't really. Yeah, I wasn't really trying. I wasn't going to really judge it. I I had a feeling that the mom was the monkey. But I did. I did not think that uh, Matthew McConaughey was the dad. Like I was like, yeah. I mean, they could do it like that, but that would be. Let's, let's talk about that. Like, like I, I agree. Like I, I mean, at, at, I don't know why they kept it a secret. Well, I was hoping that the monkey wouldn't be the mom. Like, yeah, I, I would. Well, I didn't know. I'll say that mm-hmm. I didn't know that the the mom was the was okay. in the monkey. I when I found like when they first hear it, she's like first calls the monkey's sister mm-hmm. and she's like i am 
I am uh, Kubo's mom or sister. She she says something that it's it's really cool how she says it. Well, yeah, she, it, it tells the audience that she, oh, I know that you're really my sister. Yes. So that was a really cool reveal, but at the same time, I was a little why confused. Keep, why keep that from Kubo? Why? Yeah. Because you Kubo's mom didn't have a lot of time to be coherent with Kubo. So if you're totally coherent in this monkey form, wouldn't you want? Wouldn't you want to be with him as much as you can? And because she even said that her time was short. Yeah. The magic was. So wouldn't you, as a mom? Yeah. Make everything in your goal to make sure that Kubo is first safe and also know that he's loved. I was and a, to know that she's. Yeah. I'm your. I'm. I'm a mom. I'm still alive. Like Kubo didn't like have a chance to. He also didn't have. What I noticed, he didn't have a chance to well wallow. That and his mom his just died. Yeah, or his dad. Or what's his name was his dad. Well, both times. His mom dies twice. Technically, yes. Technically. And he doesn't... He really doesn't show sadness for either either times. Maybe he's already come to terms with the fact that because of how fast the, the journey has moved on, along... I think Kubo's a Terminator. I really... He just... <laughs> he just he's, <laughs> he's perfect in every way. He's perfect. Um... But I was a little confused at first, you know what I mean? And then I was, you know, I figured, mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. like, it's got to be the magic, you yeah. know what I mean? But they took so long to tell you it was the magic. That's, I, that's something I did not like. It was her tell, taking so long to tell him that he, she was his mother. Yeah. And it was just, it Even was, when he assumed, like mm-hmm. after that part, he assumed, I think. And then it was like, he wanted to ask and she wouldn't answer it until like a certain part. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, why? Why did you take so long to tell him it's, to tell us how you were in the monkey? Yeah. And also, I do agree. I think that it was a little, eh. That what's his name was the dad. I mean, I I, I figured his dad was alive because yes. when he calls for the spirit earlier, when he he puts the spirit lantern, doesn't come. Yeah, he puts the lantern on the thing and prays to it, and the, it doesn't light up. The spirit doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. So I figured you know his dad might be alive or captured. Mm-hmm. But then when you the beetle, he says, uh, what was the character's name? That Matthew McConaughey really was. Oh wow, I don't even remember his name. Beetle. Was it Hiroshi? Was it Hanzo? Hanzo. Hanzo. Why did I say Hiroshi? <laughs> it must be a Japanese wrestler. But um, <laughs> what was the name again? Hanzo. Hanzo. When he re- when he says he's Hanzo's uh, pupil or, you know, Hanzo was his master, and I was like, oh, this could be really cool. And then they kind of like the monkey and. The beetle like flirt with each other, and that's what which, uh, which is kind of cool but strange at the same time. Yeah, they also slept together. Did you see that? They slept together. Yeah, they like, like in were the form, cuddling. Like, they were cuddling. Yeah, like spooned. They spooned. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know how you can spoon as <laughs> a beetle and a monkey. A beetle and but, a monkey. Uh, they did it. Yeah, it was a, some of that was a little a uh, little weird, but overall, I think for me personally, besides that stuff, I mean, I. I get it. It's a kids' movie, so I wasn't going like even though that stuff kind of confused mm-hmm. me or bothered me a little bit. I I can't really all in all make it bad in my thoughts. You know, does that make sense? Bad. The movie in my the movie goes by like the the movie begins with uh, if you must blink, do it now. Yes, because it kind of holds true for the entire movie. Because if you do blink, you're gonna miss some things. Yeah, this movie goes by almost at a breakneck speed. And I feel like if this movie was like 
30 minutes or 20 minutes longer, you could add more detail as to why the Moon King was such a bad person, other than the fact that he tried to take out Kubo's eyes. Mm-hmm. That's really the only thing, only reason why we know he's bad. Going back to what you said about him being flawless, you could say because he was so powerful anyway with magic that he was flawless. I mean... <laughs> flawless, like a diamond. Uh-huh. 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 Fabulous. Fabulous. Uh, how did you feel about the ending? It was a little lackluster to me. Uh, well, not the very end. It was, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a little rushed. I felt like it was like okay, end. The studio does a lot of things like that where you think it's going to end one way. Yeah. With punch, fisticuffs, and it's a almost a non-violent uh, solution. Yeah, I mean that's fine. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it happened in it happened in Paranorman too. Um, I just. It just the, felt a little rushed to me. The part that felt kind of off was the, ta- the entire town. Spoil- super spoilers, by the way, everyone. If you want to know, if you don't yeah, want to know we, the ending, we've been in some spoilers. This is um, the townspeople lie to the Moon King about his story to make him to yes. make him feel to make him think which that goes he's a back good to it being about stories. Yes. Because he forgets his. That's what, yes. that's what he says. I believe that's what he says. He says, I when he snaps, don't know my story. Yeah, because he snaps out of... Mm-hmm. Um, that's another thing. Everyone that has changed forgets their like what happened beforehand, or they only remember bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. They forget their story. Like, um, he fights... The Moon King, you know, wants his other eye. He turns into, like, a giant shark thing. Mm-hmm. Like, how he makes the samurai fight in the paper. And when he when he defeats it, his grandfather pops out of it and forgets who he is. Mm-hmm. So he has this. He's like, who, like what? Like you said, he's like, what's my story? Or I, where am I? I forget who I am. And I, it was cool. It was a great. I thought it was very unique. Yes. But the townspeople lying to to like it sort of goes back to iRobot, not iRobot, uh, Clockwork Orange, where. If you're forced to be a good person, yeah. are you truly a good person? Like, is the grandfather truly a good person because he's being lied to about the good things he's done? <laughs> you get really deep into it. I'm just it. saying, yeah. like, it's kind of... But I understand why they did it, because it, it, they, it changed who he was. It made him a better person. So has Kubo already forgiven his grandfather for what he's done to his mom? I mean, he, yeah. I killed his mom and dad. Guess. I mean... Maybe this but is now way has, of maybe this is way his way of getting over it is by helping his grandfather become a good better. person. Yes, I, it's just weird. The yeah. ending was very weird. Though I do like the ending though, where it shows the spirits them kind of next to him. I mean, a little close up mm-hmm. is a little. little I'm not okay, a big. But. I'm personally not a big fan of close ups at the end of the movie. I'm yeah. looking at you, the Revenant. I didn't need to see. I didn't need to see that. I <laughs> yeah. Just, um, they could have panned away. They could have panned away, cool. or they could have just show ha- more of the scenery. They could have just had his parents looking at Maybe him lovingly. Ran out of paper. No, that's why they zoomed no, in. No, bro, you don't <laughs> run out of paper, bro. That's another thing. Is you said it was made from paper and scrap like uh, stuff and Tyvek and and origami and paper actually has a big theme in the movie. That's I like that a lot. One of the best parts is the beginning of this movie is astounding. He has, you have Kubo playing to the townspeople who it's like he has his, it's like, he's like a rock star almost. Yeah. You, like everyone, everyone stops what they're doing for like a good afternoon. That's from, it, it seems like it's from 
he goes in almost after breakfast. Yeah. And it to like dusk. Yeah. So he's doing this for almost twelve hours. That's a long time to play the guitar. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's a long time. It's a long time. He doesn't get tired or fatigued. I think that was my favorite part of the movie was the origami part when he yeah. at the beginning of the movie when he's doing the Hanzo mm-hmm. versus the Moon King and he goes yeah. through all the trials. Yeah. That was probably my favorite part of the movie. There's a little montagey. Very very montagey. Very cool. I like how this isn't my favorite part, but I like how where the story starts for Kubo mm-hmm. and it ends up in the same spot for Kubo. Like, because the last piece of armor he has to get the helmet is where he started. That was cool. And I like I, I like that. I wonder if we go back and watch it, we can see the helmet in the earlier scenes. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I bet you, I bet you it's there. there. How about the music? I really wanted yeah, the more. Music, the, I really wanted more music from Kubo yeah. and his guitar. I, it's not a guitar, but I'm just gonna call it a guitar, guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking I'm gonna buy that CD. I think the, I'm gonna set, buy the it. score. Yeah. That was pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty. It's pretty good. I uh, I like. I do like that um, Japanese age. Wang dong boom. Not that. Mm-hmm. Not that. It's very relaxing. Ding, ding. I I don't. I can't. I, I think can't, it's very I, relaxing. I can't produce it. What is it? Dun, dun, I don't know. Ding. No, I'm not now, I just sound, now I just sound like I'm racist. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> I'm not gonna try, but I do find it very. It's relaxing. a lot of strings and wind in- instruments, and I yeah. love it. I just, it sounds great. I just love samurai stuff. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah, it's amazing. Samurai's are awesome. so. We're we gonna give it our scores. Yeah, let's give it our scores. Mario, you wanna go first? <clears throat> um, like I said, overall, I liked it. There were some parts that confused me. And I found a little lackluster. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a little rushed at the end. To zoom in, I kind of agree. It was a little like, uh, okay, but I mean, all in all, you know, this, I liked the story. I liked how the journey ends where it starts. Um, it's like uh, it all comes together in the end. Um, I like some of the, the elements. Like you said, I like the uh, the origami and um, scene. I like the – did I already say the, the environment and stuff, the scenery? I said that. Mm-hmm. I like I like that. That was it was phenomenal looking. Um, the voice acting I thought was was uh, even though like I said Charlie Theron was a little annoying and I thought it was Matthew McConaughey's best acting. Um, I enjoyed it overall. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to give Kubo into two strings, an eight point five out of ten. Oh my goodness, that's very high. Yeah, I liked it. So I I definitely enjoyed this movie a lot. I am very glad I went to go see it because it was either between this and War Dogs, and I wanted to see both. But I haven't you, seen you chose an, this time. I haven't seen an animated movie this year that uh, in theaters. So I went to go see Kubo. I was definitely surprised. This movie was so beautiful in the way it just did not look like stop motion, and it was just astounding. Mm-hmm. There are some scenes in this movie where. I literally, my eyes were darting back and forth at how fast I was trying to sink to just to get sink in all the 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 images that was happening on the screen. I still feel like Kubo was too perfect of a character for me to relate to him. Yeah. I I loved the action scenes. I loved the the uh, the sets of the um, the background and the you know the time. Yeah. You know that the one Japanese. shot when it pans out from the mountain and you see the mountain he lives on? Mm-hmm. I thought that was real. That was I, I that looked amazing. It, I thought it was real. 
this is i hope there are more of these movies i i think people need to go see these movies support these movies it is not a lot of people are doing these it's it's an art form and it's a beautiful art form Mm mm-hmm I will definitely be supporting more of these if done by the Leica Studios. Yeah. It's Leica Leica. So, so is that your Chris Taku? Is... That my Chris Taku is, this is a definite must-see. This is a movie for everyone. There's something in there for everyone. If if you think this movie is um, not for you, I say you give it a chance. Yeah. I think there's something in there for you. This is, kids can enjoy this, adults can enjoy this. I This is a must-see movie. I agree. Mm-hmm. And that's the Especially way it with was. your family. Especially, that's the way it was. <laughs> and that's the bottom line. And that's because because the Chris Taco grade sets so. <laughs> up. <laughs> Chris Taco, uh, Taco doesn't do that anymore. So. so Josh, you gotta see it. Josh, and then you can give us your opinion, a little bit of your opinion next episode. You should see this movie too. Support this movie, so they can make more of them. Yeah. But like we said, uh, next week we're seeing Yoga Housers, so we're gonna review Yoga Housers. Also, our Sci-fi. sci-fi our part three will be up soon soon um which josh will be back for that if you missed the josh jokes think we can do friday his opinion think we do friday yeah whenever you're free man i'm, I'm down i'm down down. down down with the brown um do you want to you want to plug uh plug the the sites and and stuff so we're at cinema seven underscore podcast podcast on twitter on twitter we are Cinema7podcast.com. Cinema7podcast.com. We're Cinema7 on iTunes and SoundCloud. Yes, Cinema7 on, on iTunes and SoundCloud. I am. Give uh, us a review on iTunes. Yes, please. We still have not gotten any reviews on iTunes. Please yes, please. Give us a review on iTunes. Like, like we said before. Pretty please. Honest feedback. Be truly honest. Tell us what to improve on. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. And we will. We l- we'll like it because this is m- as much your your experience as much as ours. Like we always say, you watch and explore with us. Yeah, and you also you can come on the podcast with us. Yeah, dude. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we'll we'll figure out how to use yeah. Skype or we'll, yeah. we'll if you if you're you like I said our friends will we bring our friends on. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some of our friends already on. We got mm-hmm. Chris Hawk's brother was on. Um, two of our other friends were on. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we had another friend for the lost episode. Joey Hill was on. That's what that's what I was talking about. Joey Hill. Yeah. Part one sci-fi. Part one sci-fi. John Kanuki, our DC guy. DC Suicide guy. Squad. Suicide Squad. And Wait. then uh, lost episode. We don't talk about that. Episode. Yeah, we don't talk about this lost episode. We don't talk about it. It'll be up soon, like one day. <laughs> one day. So uh, Mario. Yeah. Yeah. What's your Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at. Mars Bacars. It is Mars with a Z and Bacars with a Z at the end <laughs> instead of an. Yeah. And I am at Future Chris Hawk. Which he's still retweeting. Still retweeting sports. Yeah. And video games. Getting excited for fantasy football, Chris Hawk? I, I might change my keeper. Really? Dude, I've been, I've been doing some hard research. I yeah. think I'm going to go maximum risk this year instead of safe. It wouldn't be Chris Hawk without maximum risk. Adrian Peterson's getting old. Mm-hmm. It's getting old. Yeah, I already the got old my and keeper. busted. Yeah, new hotness. <laughs> old and busted, new hotness. Um, what's uh Check some weekly recommends? What's um, weekly recommends? Mm-hmm. Um, there I've been listening to this. Uh, as you know, um, Chris Hawk has mentioned. Yeah, he he has recommended a board game before. Um, 
we play we're we play board games, tabletop games, we play D and D and role playing games and stuff. There's a a podcast I want to recommend a, a a fellow podcast because you know we're all about uh, giving to other people. We love the podcast. We we like helping each other out. Other podcasts we're not going to be like oh well, only listen to us. You know there's other stuff out there for you to listen to. It's called uh, Epic Gaming Night or Epic Game Night. It's one of those. It's Epic Gaming Night. Hold on, let me check real quick. Let me check real quick. Chris check, Hardy, check, 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 check. So uh, my weekly recommend is Epic Gaming Night by. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it, yes, it's Epic Gaming Night podcast. Um, they do board games, tabletop, card games. Um, I've been look on the hunt for this one board game. That What's it they, called? It's called Blood Rage. They they've reviewed it a few times. They talk about it a few times on our podcast. But what's it about? It's kind of like um, Cosmic Encounters. I feel like in a way. Yeah. Or the Cosmic I, Encounters yeah. is a great game, y'all. But with like Vikings and stuff and what? different factions. Yeah. Okay, it's, that's cool. It sounds pretty dope. But uh, yeah, give them give them a shot if you like if you like that kind of stuff. They're they're uh, they're pretty cool people. They they sound like really nice and genuine people, and I I I like I enjoy their podcast. So check out Epic Gaming Night. Epic Gaming Night. Yep. Chris, so, do you, what's your weekly recommend? So my weekly recommend is I'm actually doing a movie this time. It's been a long time since I did a regularly recommended movie, but I recently saw two movies, and I'm gonna recommend one. Actually, I'm gonna recommend both. Uh, I've I just saw Do the Right Thing by Spike Lee. Spike Lee joint. Spike Lee joint. And and I watched Moneyball. I went on. I went to Cool Stuff. Cool Stuff. Plugging Cool Stuff. Yeah. Cool Stuff is a very very good store. You can buy cheap DVDs and Blu-rays. And I picked a couple classics and a couple recents. And Do the Right Thing was a uh, was a very. I'm still conflicted on whether or not I'm supposed to like this movie or not, or whether it's a, a movie that you can like. Because I have you seen Do the Right Thing. Um, I haven't seen it entirely. I will but let you my bar- favorite scene of what I saw in it mm-hmm. is when and um I think he's talking about he wants to boycott the pizza the pizza place, right? Is that is this the Bugging movie? out? Are you like bugging out? And he goes and he's and he goes up to those those kids with the Black Panther comic. Yeah. And they're like Black Panther eat the pizza? We eat the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh I this movie is if there was ever a movie that everyone needs to watch now because of what we're going through right now, yeah. Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter, all that jazz, this would be a movie for... It's, it's crazy how this movie was made in the, the... I think it was made in the 90s, 93. It was made, it was made in the... It was the 80s, wasn't it? it was, I think it's an 80s movie. It's I like, got the 25th anniversary edition, so it was. That's Chris Hogg opening it up. 20th anniversary edition, <laughs> so I just 92. So it was 92. Yeah. Based in the 80s, though. This, it's crazy how this movie could relates to a lot to of now. things it today. Could, this movie could be. Yeah. It could happen now. I was, I was. Uh, it actually has happened now. Yeah. It's crazy. The other day, um, I we, I was talking and um, with the with the girlfriend, and we were talking about the the get down. Yeah. And I'm still kind of watching it here and there to try to finish it, 
even though uh, as bad as I think it is, because mm-hmm. it's pretty some it's some hot garbage. You still think it's hot? I garbage? still think it's hot garbage. I still don't understand like the high rating it has on like Rotten Tomatoes and mm-hmm. stuff. It's some hot garbage, people. The acting is terrible. It's just it's too cut together. Like you said, it moves too like there's some it's mm-hmm, wacky. Mm-hmm. But um, if I feel like Spike Lee could have contributed to this and made it better, he would have been perfect for the get down. Mm-hmm. Not uh, whoever they have involved, <laughs> because whoever else is involved in this mm-hmm. and that dude who directed Great Gatsby, they're all freaking terrible. <laughs> I feel like. Spike Lee would have done this thing justice. I feel like everyone should watch Do the Right Thing. And there's really... You can't watch this movie as if it's good versus bad or who's the main char- is the main character right or wrong. I just... I don't think anyone's right in this movie and I don't think anyone is wrong in this movie. Yeah. It's it's very tricky. It's very, very tricky. I don't, I, I don't have enough time to go into it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think everyone should see this movie because I'm still... I'm still thinking about it since I watched it like a week and a half ago. And my final movie is Moneyball with Brad Pitt, Jonah Hill, Philip Seymour Hoffman. 2006. Really? No, 2011. I was about to say, definitely not 2006. Brad Pitt. Jonah Hill wasn't wasn't on fire in 2006. On fire! 2012, 2011. But Moneyball made me fall in love with sports movies again. And if you just... Draft day. Draft Day was good. <laughs> oh, crap. I forgot about Draft Love Day. Love Draft Day. Love Draft Day. Hey, but if you like I Draft like Day and you like baseball, it's a very similar movie just like that. But would you say it's better? Yeah. Yeah. The acting is a little bit better in Moneyball. It's more uh, of Money a better Ball. film. Well, the movie, it takes a while for the movie to get going. Yeah. And Moneyball. Draft Day is just entertaining. This is, to, well, to, I, I, we know people are not in favor of Draft Day. Uh, Why not? I found it Draft Day entertaining. Kevin Costner, man. Kevin Costner. Kevin. I, I feel like Moneyball is one of Brad Pitt's best. I feel like he plays a man, a failing manager GM for a baseball team that's goes on the rebound and tries to make a better team. I just This movie is so... There's one part... I cried during this movie, Mario. I, really? I really did cry during this movie. Really? There, really. Uh, I think everyone should see this movie. It is a very good American homemade homegrown tale uh and chris press in it so <laughs> what is he like shortstop first no, base? first base first base and that's my weekly recommends do the right thing in moneyball so i think we out we out we out so uh, wait mario you didn't talk about the the best part about kubo was those people behind us oh that's right we were gonna <laughs> talk about there was a bunch of like younger teenage kids they had to be, like, in high school. They were actually quiet the entire movie. How about that? They were, but in the beginning of the movie, and at certain parts, they they just could not stop laughing or making fun of something. They were probably high on that marijuana. <laughs> on that devil, on on the the devil plant. T-H-C. But uh, the best part was when me and Mario both went to the movie theater, we heard the Spice Girls song. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> my, my, the- this, my whole movie experience, that this when we went to go see Kubo, Started from the get-go, as soon as I walked in to get my Slurpee, my slushy. okay, excuse me, I still drink those. I don't know about you, but I do. Um, Spice Girls was playing, and Chris Hawk was lip-syncing in the distance, waiting for me yeah. to get my slushy. I mean, it's it was, a classic yeah, song. It was. I was like, oh my god, this is already the best movie And then when we went well. out... Yeah, it was playing again! It was playing again! <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. Oh, it was great, great movie experience. Timeless.
If you wanna be my love 